It's recording now, so. Right. Okay, ready? Yeah. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. one. Welcome. Welcome to a, a rather cryptic episode of We Hope It's Chips. Um, if you could see us now, we've got our tin foil hats on tonight. Yeah. We hope it's chips as we're going to delve into the murky realm of conspiracy theories. So, Australia Forge. It's not there, is it? Well, I went to Australia once. Yeah, but did you? Well, in about 2008, I thought that I flew to Australia. But when I was there, there was lots of people living there. And they were just like me or you, really. And they spoke like they do on Neighbours. And yeah. they appeared to be, for all intents and purposes, Australians. So I got on a plane, and it took me about 24 fucking hours on a plane. I came back to England, and I was always under the impression, if someone said to me, Will, have you ever been to Australia? I'd have said, yes, as a matter of fact, I have. Turns out, like you say, there's no such place as Australia. It's not there. So where did you go? Well, apparently... I was taken by plane to a part of South America yeah, where I was surrounded by actors. So it was even more like the people of the neighbours because they were fictitious characters doing the accent. And neighbours and Home and Away and the Sullivans and all of that that you think are Australian telly, they're all filmed over here with people doing the accents. Okay. So Australia, do you know why they go through this fucking preposterous charade of redirecting hundreds of flights every day? Because Australia was a cover story. Because back in the olden days, when you could get hanged for stealing a loaf of bread to feed your family, give Preeti Patel six months and we might see that again. But back then, you could get hung by the neck for most offences or transported to the colonies. Yeah. Shoved aboard some boat with like weevils and concertinas and all of that on there. And concertinas? Yeah, people playing like that concertina. Doing the like, did like yo ho ho and all that stuff. Sea shanties and all that. Right. That's the thing now, isn't it? Then you get sea shanties. Yeah, it's a sea shanties, the proud colonial history. Like when you get, um, like Winston Churchill, when he was in the Navy in the 1800s, he crossed the equator. He was bummed by a bloke dressed up as King Neptune. As part okay, of the so we get that may or may not be true. Anyway, so... Um, but it's probably true. Well, you got to watch making... Um, you got to watch making remarks about him. But anyway, it's just a... It's just, so anyway, what they used to do was, they'd, um, we thought they'd take all these convicts to Australia... And then they built neighbours on the on top of Aboriginal land and all of that, and yeah. invented surfing and went around going nice, nice, nice a lot. And that was Australia. But apparently, what they did was they actually threw these convicts over the side of the boat rather than just fucking hang them like they were doing with every fucker else. They'd get yeah. them out to sea midway through the sea shanties. And Winston Churchill getting bummed by a bloke dressed as King Neptune as part of his crossing the equator thing. And um, they just chuck them all off the side 
So that right. would walk the plank most probably. So on a plank with like a bloke doing a little dance, poking about the ass with a sword. And then... When was this? I know you said the olden days, but that's not... Uh, Just the very... olden days. But not the, not the tri-cornered hat olden days, but like the Charles Dickens olden days. Oh, so they went through this rigmarole of pretending to take yeah, him to this gone, imaginary land. When you, you'd have gone, call, perish me, when you were getting wanged over the side of a, a boat to your death. Yeah. Why, why, so, why bother put him on a boat at all? Why not just take him to the Isle of Wight and shoot him? Well, there'd be no fun in that forge because there'd be no conspiracy. So Australia... How long does it take to sail to Australia? How long does it take to sail to Australia? Well, it took me 24 hours to go in a plane in the 21st well, must century. Fucking years, and people died on the way. Yes. Yeah, so how long were these boats? How long were these boats gone? And then coming back, going, yeah, we've been to Australia. Yeah. So they, they were sailing around the fucking Isle of Man for like no, they go, well, they go, nine oh, years. Convicts, they go, oh, we wanged. Oh no, we uh, they're they're all building the set of carpenters' cars. Over there, it's Lou Carpenter, Senior Ebenezer Carpenter, and he started. What else, what's the other? What's the other country that doesn't exist? Um, Finland. And why doesn't it exist? Well, that's the question. Why fake Finland? I mean, my wife's been on holiday to Finland. Or she thinks she's been on holiday to Finland. She was actually taken to somewhere in Sweden, most probably. What is the, the actual conspiracy? That the land is all Sweden or it's just water there? Moomins. No. Million Damon. And that eerie fucking music playing. No. It's on Spotify, the Moomins thing, the full version of it. It's one of the greatest bits of music ever. I can't even, you can't even like. Is that from Finland? Yeah, what I mean, what I mean is, right? They say they they say Finland isn't there, yeah, right. But what's on that land? Is there land where they're saying it isn't Finland and that's just Sweden or it's just sea? I don't know. It's one of those that you don't really want. It's like the flat earth thing that you don't want to like try and fish for too many details in because it's probably not that I mean the fucking the flat earth thing the beat it's a load of bollocks don't get me wrong there's that bloke who had the rocket wasn't there he was gonna uh, look like yeah. it's come to something when someone would do that and i'm not impressed by it there's some bloke who looks like colonel sanders is gonna do some mad shit with a rocket and i think that's <laughs> <something."> <laughs> we should be thinking fucking well, the, the, bloke the, the, looks like colonel sanders with a fucking rocket the, the, the flat earth thing is, I think 90% of them are trolls and they're just doing it to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not cantankerous, what's the word? Use. Is that even a Yeah. I don't think there's that many people that really Robin. believe it. Um, yeah. Cunts. Contrarian. 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 Yeah. yeah, contrarians. So I think there's a small amount of people that actually do believe it, but. Most of them are just winding the. Most of them are just winding everybody up. Because it's, it's just it's just too fucking obvious. It's just too obvious. These things should be have no traction now. These were like from the ages of when you'd have like when no cunt had been into space and you'd get on the if you hadn't got a map out. Say you were Walter Raleigh out to sail around the fucking caper. 
fuck knows what. You'd get your map out and there'd be like a, and it'd say, here be monsters. And there'd be dragons. Scaly things like blowing <sighs> fucking smoke out their asses, drawn on the corner of it, a big elaborate drawing of dragons blowing fire out of their asses. Yeah. Oh, and they go, you sail down there and you'll go right into a load of dragons, anal thunder down but, there. And, but then they had no, um, they, they didn't know any better back in those. Well, well, they did know better. We've known the Earth is round for fucking hundreds of years. It's not just like a new thing. Yeah, well, that was hundreds of years ago. So, but, it's, but, like, even, but it should be different now because by the standards of today, the most eminent scientist of hundreds of years ago should come off as a right clueless cunt compared to even me or you, what with advances yeah. in, in things. I mean, I know we live in Chippenham, but we're not in, this is not the dark ages. So it's, the, it's, it's a time of plague for a start, and there's a superstition, distrust of science. Is But I'm surprised there's not been a fucking witch hunter come round here. There's, but there's, to me, what annoys me about the flat earth thing is they keep putting the fucking idiots on the telly. They keep popping up on fucking this morning and, and, and fucking shows. It's like, why are you even fucking entertaining this shit? Well, the BBC, right, they kind of basically, they, they're under, if they don't, they think if they don't just have every cunt on there, then people will go, oh, it's biased. So if you have like a thing about like the like the earth is to have David Attenborough going like, oh, the earth is round, you go, we got to have some fucking skunk damage case on here, fucking going, oh no, it fucking isn't. And if you go off like um, if this this is it's the idea of like some that you have to have there has to be an opposite, a valid opposing view. To something which is fine, yeah, but not, yeah, but not, not with fucking facts, surely. No, exactly. It's like it's like yeah, with opinion. So you got like a right thing with a normal thing would be you have bloke. You've got a fucking news night. Well, you've got a bloke here who thinks we ought to run the economy like this. This bloke here goes, well, actually, no, I think it should be done like this. We don't need a bloke to go, actually, there's no fucking money and it's all just fucking Lucky Charms cereal and it's all a load of fucking bollocks. You know what I mean? It's like within the fucking realms of, if you have like, all right, today's like Martin Luther King Day, here's Martin Luther King. Just for balance, we got the fucking exalted Cyclops of the fucking Ku Klux Klan sat here <laughs> on fire for a bit of fucking... Don't mention the Ku Klux Klan. I got told off by Facebook by mentioning them. Yeah, Fortune, you got put in... Fa you're currently in Facebook jail for supporting the Ku Klux Klan, Fortune. This is another... I've heard some well, curveball thrown Would me. you mind if I um, gave that a little bit of context? Well... How long have you been in the Ku Klux Klan for, Fortune? Well, basically, I keep some friends on Facebook that I... <sighs> It's difficult. I don't really like them, but I keep I keep them on there because I want to see what their views are because they're from they're a different end of the political spectrum from me. Their posts get on your tits, but you wouldn't like yeah. the thing in the pub saying, "Why did you block me off Facebook?" Yeah. So you like one of these? You don't like their opinion. Yeah, I mean, one of these specimens put a photo of it on there of a, a young lady, very pretty. She had some facial. Uh, Piercings and a tattoo on her forehead or on her neck or something like that. And he put on there, what in the world looks more stupid than this? 
So I put up a picture of the crew clerk car and said, this looks more yeah. stupid than that. Certainly does. And then um, I tried to post something and it wouldn't let me. I thought, oh, it's me being fucking stupid. And then I'm, I was messing around on Facebook and then I uh, had a, this thing come up saying I've been banned for so long for doing anything because I've put something contentious up. If you're in the Ku Klux Klan. But they put the photo up, but they didn't put the context of why I put it up. How do you wangle this for? Do you oh, like ever take your own is... off or something like that? How do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, um, is it a Dave Chappelle character? Black cam member? Blind guy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> How long are you black... in jail for, Forge? Oh, well, well, I'm still posting stuff now, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm st- I posted that thing the other day, so I'm, I don't know. But I, I think you're probably fine. I've been in Facebook jail just for 24 hours before. It was like a life just What a good bloody thing to threaten people with that. She's a pain in fucking ass being borrowed from Facebook. I'd have sooner have had like a fucking £10 fine. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, getting back to flat earthers, what annoys me is they put them on the t- they put them on the telly and they give these fucking idiots credence. And you've got who's that guy, British guy, who went up on a, on a fucking spacewalk? Tim Summit. Oh god. Tim Peake. Yeah. You got Tim Peake fucking sat there, and you got these fucking wankers on the other side, and you're thinking, well, why are they fucking wasting his time with this shit? Because this is fucking it's nonsense, it's ridiculous and stupid. It makes me fucking angry. Nonsense. You can't have a. You imagine that an eminent sight, a spaceman. A bloke who's gone in, uh, tie something for you. If we're at the point now where it's not impressive and respected to go into fucking space, what sort My of other argument is when did they tell him? Because there must have been a meeting in this fucking ne- nebulous fucking thing. Whether it was either all a big special effect for Tim Peake or he's in on the fucking, he's in on the fucking mystery, he's involved. So when did they tell him? Just about he was getting back into the rocket. They pulled him yeah. aside and said, "Here, Tim, look, just uh, just the to let you know, you're not really going into space. You're going to fucking Skegness in a big fucking studio." They probably just reckon he never fucking went. Oh, so Buzz Aldrin, not some prick, Sparko, didn't he? I don't think that's the first day, but that f- bloke's haranguing him constantly, like a fucking wasp in a car. Buzz Aldrin would do it. Is he still alive? Buzz Aldrin's recently passed, I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. We got like a Wikipedia ban on chips, haven't we? But um, got to be careful with he's dead because there's nothing sure than Buzz Aldrin will die of slip in the shower as we're speaking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Do you remember that day today where it was the. Um, Sketch where it was, was it brass on? It was the sketch with the where they were saying that he'd um fucking had a bloke who'd been like stuck with his in the side of the space shuttle with his ass sticking out the side of it for like the sexual release of the 
of the astronauts they were going to jettison in, into space so they didn't have to explain it. And Buzz Aldrin, like, felt sorry for him and stopped him. He was like, so Houston can't do that. So Buzz Aldrin dissipates Houston. The bloke was, like, put in a institution so that he couldn't tell anyone, anyone about it. So that was a bit of a, a, bit of a conspiracy. Do you thing. think, the, do you think that, the fake moon landing thing comes from that, um, what was the name of that film? Come out in the seventies, right in the era of those paranoid fucking conspiracy films in the seventies, where they supposedly no, that's no, um, where they supposedly go to Mars. The seventies, is it? No, it's where they go to Mars. It's got OJ Simpson in it. That's aged well for a start. Um, I don't know. When does it? When did it? That's what I'd like to know. Somewhere, somewhere, like take the move it away from the flat earth thing for a minute. Mm. Take the the Paul McCartney one, where Paul supposedly died, right? and it, it, we've been looking at a replacement. A replacement Paul McCartney's been getting on my tits for forty years, basically doing a thumbs up and uh, doing a doing a grease. Nothing um, fucking look off his face, does it? Mind <laughs> you, saying that if I was a Beatle, I'd be smug. His wife. <laughs> on him, nothing. But where does that start? Because there was no internet back then. So how did that get any traction? Well, this is the thing. Because pre-internet conspiracies, I mean, they, they were the kind of folk stories of our day. Like, we've I used to have a bit of stand-up about this. This is worth talking about. And I would always get, no matter where I did the, about these, that was about playground urban myths of the 1980s and no matter where I did the bit everyone recognised what I was talking about so I'm talking about these rumours being on Chippenham and I'd do a gig in um, where was that one way up north I went and there was like three people there and I wanted to wring the promoter's fucking neck but it wasn't so bad actually it was in a tent somewhere Something like that, but they they all knew that they all knew it, and up up in Scotland they all knew it over there. So like be that'd be um so like I'm forty two, you're forty five, forty eight nearly, forty eight nearly, yeah. so so forty seven very actually, yeah yeah sorry. So you Forge in your day this was probably Mark Almond. Or maybe Rod Stewart. In my day, it was um, sometimes attributed to Elton John, and the Richard Fairbrass of Wright said Fred was another victim of this urban myth. And that was that a celebrity was rushed to hospital with a terrible stomach complaint. They had their stomach pumped, and the paramedics were horrified to discover a massive quantity of undigested semen in their stomach and they went to them like fuck me you've nearly so so it's either attached to famously gay male celebrities or yeah it's got the ring of it's got the ring of homophobia about it yeah and also it's also with rod stewart it's uh that's an odd one why rod stewart well i'll tell you what i heard about him so because he was getting off a load of ladies and everyone was jealous yeah, probably Rod Stewart, Rod the Mod. He was uh, 
um, Jagging, Britt Eklund, various other like sort of sex symbols of the 70s and uh, all of that kind of, kind of caper. Rod Stewart, leopard skin, wearing cross-dresser. And I've always had a lot of time for Rod Stewart for those very those very reasons but um, the only, so, the only rumor i've heard about um rod stewart was he got his arse out about um brett eklund being in the wicker man flinging herself around the pub naked ah but that and wasn't yeah. her that was a body double yeah that, he's the reason why there's a body double yeah that's probably but see it's a body double there's a body double and her voice is dubbed over yeah, it's barely even Brett in the film. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other film, film where there's um there's a, a there's a beautiful lady in it and they just dub over Lizette Ann for me in, in Kroll. I'm sure her voice is Valerie just Valerie Leon just carry on girls dubbed over with June Whitfield's voice. Why? Don't have her in the film. I think they thought Valerie Leon sounded frightfully comic. I met Valerie Leon at Swindon Comic Con. She was fucking awesome. Bit terrifying, but fucking awesome. Oh. Well, we used to have the um, Urban Legends at school. Um, my cousin's fucking brother's nephew, uncle, this happened to him. You get the scary stories and the uh, like, the dog under the bed. Um, What's the dog under the bed one? Some people might not have heard of these. Some people. Well, might the dog under the, the dog under the dog under the bed is um, there's a woman who lives on the road. She's got a, a dog and she's laying in bed, and the dog's licking her hand, and she's she hangs her hand out of the bed. And the dog lays under the bed, licking her hand, and uh, she gets up in the middle of the night, goes to the toilet. And the dog's had his head cut off in the bath, and written on the mirror is "Humans can lick too." <laughs> what have you fucking pulled that face? But there was loads of those, and the, the boyfriend, the boyfriend going away from the car to get because the car's broken down, and then she hears a tapping on the roof. Turns out somebody's hung him, and his feet are tapping the top of the car. I'm, I'm, I'm now, I'm. Uh, what are they arguing from? The tree. Right, okay. I thought other. And the tap at the tap on this roof is him trying to get trying not to fucking die when he's being hung above the car. See, when I was at school, they were more along the lines of, and this is a lot of the wrong a lot of the ones that you'd hear at school, they kind of trivialized. Um they were a lot of them were based like the Seamen swallow one were based in homophobia and a lot of them trivialized, um, basically trivialized male rape as a kind of like irritating inconvenience rather than like an like what it actually is. Do you know what I mean? That it'd be like these all involve people getting things shoved at their ass or being like, um, bummed as you'd say by like, like the. Do you well, think the same thing back then with that fucking thing about Winston Churchill, that sort of playground humor. It kind of, do you know what I mean? It's sort of, it's based on, it's, I think it's because it's something that's like a sort of deep male, deep heterosexual male fear. You kind of trivialize it for comic. Yeah. Not so much now because we like all. The, the, like, the, like the burglars breaking into the house and getting bummed by the America's biggest rapist, that type of thing. Yeah. Or the one like, oh, like my mate's brother's. 
milkman's brother-in-law cousin went on a stag night in Amsterdam or so or so or whatever and they got on the stage they were putting like a pillory of some kind there was a woman shoving her tits in her face and the compact as a compact because this happened in like the 50s at Butlins it was like oh you're gonna buy the lady an expensive bottle of champagne and they'd be like oh, I haven't got the money and the guy would like click his fingers and someone would come out and um bum him with him being like unable to defend himself and it's like it's as if there's like a like somebody who sits there waiting in the wings like with a flag and he's like yeah oh I've got to go on my brother's cousin's milkman will be unable to pay for his drink and then I'll walk out and above him and go it's a, a, a like so, well it's like how did it's, it's it's do you know what I mean those these these things are absolutely bloody rife though and it'd be you can't really um, obviously, they're not, not the sort of thing you think is funny now, but you can't trivialize. You can't, sorry, you can't um, whitewash your own. Um, it's dangerous to whitewash your own behavior, I think, and your own kind of thing. Yeah. We all know we all thought things were funny when we were like 14 that we don't think are funny now. And that was what stories like that were one of them. Yeah, the breaking into a house, a lot of them were. Um, based on like have unknowingly having sex with um people of the same gender because they're like cross-dressed or whatever and it's all like it's all like terrible sort of like transphobia homophobia that kind of thing but we didn't know any fucking better back well, in, get, get, getting back, back to the um like you say the pre-internet ones how look things like and then we keep coming back to a, the the paul mccartney one how mm. does that where does that how does that happen in the 60s or the 70s or whenever it happened? Well, I suppose they get How passed does... around. I suppose it's not, it, it would be like, <clears throat> like, same as like any folk story spread. So you'd start off with some bloke sat in a, sat in the back of one of those fucking vans with a mirror ball in it in like LA or whatever, like dazed and confused. And he says he's thought of this and then it gets passed on. Like, oh yeah, my brother reckons this and it goes on and on and on. It spreads and eventually it'll get picked up by some magazines or something like that. And then there you have it. Uh, that One of the conspiracy theories I like that I've seen is that the, the Beatles aren't, didn't exist. Same with Australia. This is all just something with our parents' generation having the piss out of us. There's no such bloody thing. What, they didn't exist at all? Well, it's all a bit, well, because there's the music. But, yeah, there's, it's all been like... <laughs> yeah, you can't just it's say... All been, it's all made music. in, like, 1980 or something like that, and there was no there was no such... There's no such band. There was a, a fucking cracker about, oh, 15 years ago that come up on... This is an internet-era one, but it's a good one. That was, It was on... Um, I think it was on Pop Bitch, and it ended up on. Uh, I think this might have been pre everyone being on Facebook, and they were saying tomorrow, they're saying the KLF, you know, Bill Drummond and the other yeah. guy are going to do a press conference, and they're going to announce there's no such thing as the Libertines, well, no such thing as Baby Shambles, and they're going to say that they're going to what they said what they're going to announce is they're going to say that we, the KLF, we wrote, uh, started writing reviews of um, and letters to the music press about this great band that we'd seen, the Libertines, and the NME just printed the live reviews to, so they didn't look like they'd missed out on like the hot new thing. 
but they never actually been to see them. And there was some, and the, all the photos you've seen of Pete Doherty, they're going to say the KLF discovered him. He was a Buddy Holly tribute act who was appearing in a production of the Buddy Holly story that was running at a holiday camp. And they've used him and that he doesn't take any drugs. There's been no gigs at all. The Libertines and Baby Shovels have never played a gig. Listen, if your mate has said he's been to see the Libertines and he's fucking bullshitting you, he's part of all of this big fucking... But what about all the, t- the tapes and the LPs for sale? All like made by the K- it's all the KLF with this buddy Holly Singer performing. Right. And the, the only person who's not in on it is Kate Moss. <laughs> who's doing loads of drugs with a bloke who doesn't do them. And there's the KLF looking through like a bit of one-way glass or whatever, going, hmm, fascinating experiment, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) It was all going to be, it was all a load of fucking phony baloney. It's it's weird, the, the my cousin's brother thing and how far removed they are. Well, that's the genius of it. Is you have to have like a bit of, um, if it was your brother, someone would go, well, I know your brother. But then that doesn't stop people. When I was at um, two guys I was at school with, um, where now you might know a bit about this. We might have discussed this before, this, this before. And it's um, Morris Bar parties, jam parties. So um, I'm trying to think who it was. I believe it was, I can't remember who it was now. I think it might even have been the same kid with the salty bell thing that I told you about, that I'll tell everyone about another time. But he said that his brother, right. it's a Morris Bar party, is a party that you have, uh, this is probably inspired by a story about um, Mick Jagger and Marianne Faithful. But right. People are going, my brother, my older brother, who's got a car and everything, he goes to these Mars bar parties that are at as a girls, and they get there, and all of the women strip from the waist down, and all the blokes shove a Mars bar up their fanny, they take the Mars bar out, they eat the Mars bar. And that well, that's the that's fucking party? That's the party. Fucking hell. Eat Do you think some, a lot of those come from... Uh... Big brothers or cousins telling stupid yeah. stories to their little brothers or cousins and see, see how far they go. But do you bring do you bring your own Morris bar or does the host get down the cash and carry and get like a big it'd, thing? It'd be more more fun with a picnic, wouldn't it? It's a little bit more ribbed. <laughs> it's the fucking one. It's the fact it's like the <laughs> 1990s, they'd be like fucking on the fucking stereo. They'd be what would you what would be the playlist for a Oh, the only way is a baby for me. Oh. Like that. Yeah, Gina G. Who are just a little bit? So what? Who are just a little bit? Well, that was the, I t- that was what I, that was, I took my first fucking pill when that was number one in the charts at Oscars. They played it about six million times. So are happy. you sure they played it six million times, or you just were just experiencing it six million times? They played it once. Every time I feel <laughs> like a fucking twinge of euphoria. Oh dear! He's reaching for the fucking sky straight away. Reaching for the sky. There we are. I got a check shirt. All the women are wearing those fucking luminous green fucking dresses. It's fucking six. Um, the Morris Bar party thing. So I. 
Um, I mentioned this on stage once at the, at the fucking, I was on stage at the Soho Theatre and I mentioned these Morris Bar parties. And I said, as any, Russell Brand was doing his show in the big room and he come to watch the first like half of mine before he is. So when I said, has anyone been to a Morris Bar party? I've described it as every cunt turned around and looked at fucking Russell Brand in a like sort of surely to fuck if anyone has been to one of these things. Then he's, he's like, oh, no, no, not, not me or whatever. So they're probably a, probably a myth the jam party is the same thing but with uh, with like jam apparently i don't know why that was the thing well we did fucking sex education in like year one of school so like 1989 90 they do this thing where they go if you've got any questions about sex you put them on a bit of paper and put them in this fucking plastic box and the teacher will like answer them all and they're all anonymous and fucking hell. Fucking hell, that's just asking for trouble, isn't it? Someone kept putting in a sort of like, have you seen Porky's where he sticks his cock through a hole in a fucking shower wall? Like, no, I haven't. It's like, what is a... Something like, is can you get AIDS from a rainbow kiss? Do you remember talk of those rainbow kisses? Oh, hang on. What's a rainbow kiss? That's where you go down on a menstruated woman and then French kiss her, mingle oh. the blood around, and then similar to the Mars Bar party, no sex follows it. It's like a sex. It's like the thing in itself. But well, it, after the Mars Bar party, they don't have sex. No, they're just they're just the Mars. There's that. Eat the Mars support- and then you go over and watch Twenty Years the Two Ronnies and go. Well, and then you go eat your Mars Bar and then off you go. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's a bit of an anticlimax, isn't it? Well. Well, what's the point? What's the point of that? Well, it's like sexual gratification. These, these are all from like. Hang on, but the, the, nobody's who's getting sexually gratified in that. No, it's fucking like eleven foot, t- ten, <laughs> fucking eleven years old when you're fucking coming up with this bullshit, fucking rainbow, what rainbow. Yeah, what, you do, what, you, what you do is, mate, you put a Mars bar up there, and you take it out and eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then what? Then what? Then you put your coat on and go home, Sam. That's it. That's, it. That's the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Pointless. Next. Well, then next would be the rainbow, the rainbow kiss. Mm. Uh, mm. I, I heard this. I heard this next urban myth. I heard it on a radio show. Sorry, a, a, a podcast yeah. a couple of months back. I can't remember what podcast it, but I'd heard it before. It was told on this podcast like it was a true story. So this one had traction. And it was a young couple go back to their, um, they go back to her house. Uh, they indulge in a bit of um, backdoor action. And uh, her mum and dad have just bought a nice pure white sofa. Anyway, the sofa gets brained up after a, an accident. And they're there trying to clean it off and they can't clean it off. So what they do is they blame it on the old dog. Now, do you know what happens next? What does happen next? I think what happens next is the, the parents come home and say, "My God, look at our brand new sofa." And they go, "Yeah, yeah, it's a dog. Yeah, it's, it's old. It's um, had had the shits." So they take the dog to the vets, and the dog gets put down. Fucking hell. Yeah, but it didn't happen. It's not, it didn't. Don't say fucking hell like it happened. It didn't happen. It's a story, isn't it? But I've heard, it, I've heard it a few times in the last 20 years. It keeps popping up on podcasts and late-night radio shows. Or you'll 
hear it. Somebody will mention it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I was just thinking earlier with the reference to bombing, and like I've got a credit um, Mick Ferry because he's got he's got a bit of stand up about this. I don't want people to think that I'm like, like but I also like it's about how he like I did when I was like eleven or whatever. I thought that bumming was people like sort of touching their bums, bumping their asses together. That's what people were fucking doing with men. I think I think everybody does up to a certain age, surely. Asses. So what? I think a lot of people do up to a certain age. Yeah. And then you get the realization, and you're like, all oh, right, that makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> all right. Tell you what you're actually referring to here, and then, and then there's that. So there was in, while we're on the sort of all these urban playground myths are all fucking largely sex related. The other one is another one, celebrity one that gets passed around. So it was, I reckon, Mark Alman to get in. Your Mark Alman was an absolute fucking magnet. For all of yeah. these, openly gay and openly into, um, openly sort of into adventurous sex and openly. Well, was he? Generally, at the time? Yeah, he was. Was he just? Or was he just? Or was he just? Was he just gay? Was he just out as gay? Yeah, but soft cell had like were wearing like fetish gear and they had a song called "Sex Dwarf" on their on their album. The front of the album was like the front of a sex shop and that. So he was like sort of going like. Sort of not sort of like hello, everyone's fucking homophobic. Not only am I gay, but I'm like sort of gay in a, on like other like things that'd fucking freak you out if I was doing them with a fucking woman, mate. I'm fucking doing, I'm gonna fucking put fucking hot wax on the fucking nards or something like that. Something like that. Brilliant fucking fucking band. Nick's a big fan of Mark Almond and Soft and Soft Cell. Um, and, uh, anyway. Um, he was so when I was a lad, it was Prince, and then I think Marilyn Manson was on the fucking the fucking days when that was the only fucking allegation against the cunt that he'd um had a rib removed so that he could suck his own cock. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of parents now going, "Told you so." Like mm. Marilyn Manson. Anyway, let's not. Let's not talk about it. Oh, he's, he's bored from this fucking podcast. We don't. Uh, we don't. Allow, we don't allow cunts in this. In this. Um. The, in the house of we open his chips. But he was on the receiving end of that. And I imagine Justin uh, probably was later on, and probably um fucking. Do you know what I mean? They got the red hot chili peppers. Was um, Kedis. Yeah. Kedis. World's fucking world's fucking healthiest looking smackheads, weren't they? The red hot chili peppers. Um yeah. It wasn't like you eight hours at the gym every day. I was like, how the fuck are you managing that? Fucking scagged off your fucking tits and fucking blasting your fucking quads. Well, who knows, mate? Who knows? So Ernie, was, you imagine like being like fucking going up with the fucking GPs up fucking halfway and going like I want to have a rib removed so I can. I presume it's not what they got. Um, it's it's an always American celebrities except for Mark Allman because he wouldn't have had it. Yeah, you get your you get your local doctor looking at you over the top of his fucking half moon spectacles going say it again. Yeah, what sir? I would. Like the doctor in all the fucking that fairies wear boots on my Black Sabbath with the 
it's got my favourite end of a song where he goes, um, he goes, so it's the old songs he's going like, so it's basically psychology's like sort of walking home the other night, and to my fucking astonishment, there was a fairy wearing boots on dancing with a fucking dwarf, or fucking dwarf, and like says, there's like bah bah. So the end, it's like so. Like in conclusion, fairies wear boots. So you got to believe. Goes so. I went to the doctor, see what he could give me, and he went. So he said, son, son, you've gone too far. Because smoking and tripping is all that you do. Yeah, it's just the fact that Ozzy got something like, I was a fucking a fairy with boots on the door. It's like, what? God, dear, my boy, you've gone, you've run amok this time, young sir. And all that's the doctor, like, fucking, like you say, lowered his spectrum, like, but the fucking a dwarf? Yes. Um, apparently, it's a dig at skinheads. Oh, is it? Yeah, he got, um, I think he got stabbed by a skinhead with a fucking screwdriver for dancing with his girlfriend or something like that at a dance hall and it was like a thing taking a piss out of skinheads fairies wear boots oh, seems legit. Apparently, apparently so well, maybe it's an urban myth and nobody will ever know i'm sure the doctor took that more seriously <laughs> with a screwdriver <laughs> Here's the sort of thing you should be seeing me about, Mr. Osborne. Not fucking fanciful tales of fucking fairies wearing boots. So there's the the Paul is dead, and conversely, you've got the celebrities who are rumoured to be alive. So there's Elvis, who's, um, I think, if you ask me, all of this stuff about Elvis dying of either dying of drugs or being alive is all started by his family to detract from the fact that don't get me wrong i'm a huge fan of elvis but he um he died taking a difficult shit well yeah i mean it's if, if you're going to fake your death that don't fake it while shitting yourself to death on the toilet no he went he, he had a game of squash as i understand he had a game of squash and then he he, he used to eat nothing but like Fried squirrel and full. What was this loaf? What was this uh, gold loaf or something you used to eat? This was uh, this is like another story in itself. It was so he, what was I saying? He, um, false gold loaf. He was having dinner round at Graceland with um, a mate of his who was a copper in Detroit and another. Another bloke who was like, it doesn't matter who the fuck he was, but this bloke, they're having like, so they're eating food or talking about food. This bloke in Detroit goes, he goes, You ever had a false gold loaf? And Elvis goes, What's one? He goes, like a big old what? Not what's one of them? And he goes, We got, he goes, You get a, he goes, I have one like every day in this cafe I go in. He goes, He gets like a big loaf of bread, like a, yeah. like a town bread. They hollow it out, they fill it full of peanut butter and bacon and jam, and they deep fry it. And you eat it by the slice. Now Elvis is like, so I'll tell you, damn, what now? I gotta have me one right now. And he goes, he goes, get me, goes, get the fucking helicopter now. And he goes, find up your mate in Detroit and get him out of bed and tell him, open your fucking cafe now because you're coming with Elvis. And I want a fucking fool's gold loaf this instant. So they fucking helicopter him over to uh, Detroit. Yeah. Elvis ate fucking like seven or eight of these bloody things. What, loafs, there. not slices. No, it what he had sliced it, he ate the whole fucking the whole fucking bastard. What he ate seven loaves. Something like that. Yeah, it might even have been more than that. That's just like a number I'm not picking out of my out of my ass what I've, I've heard. There's another one about him um 
that I don't know if I'm like getting this right, but they got when he was he was having problems with his weight. Was it the Memphis Mafia? One of his mates when he was a kid that were like his entourage. They yeah. took donuts off of him, and they were like, sort of like, "Sorry, Elvis, it's like for your own good." So he like gets into his purple jumpsuit and his big cane with a big fucking gold E on the top of it, and he gets yeah. like loads of a fucking like bunks out the window, the flags of cab. He's not been outside the fucking house for about five years. He's been in there fucking sitting. He's just sitting there shooting the tallies and watching women fucking les up through a fucking trick mirror and all of that. He goes out and he gets to the fucking cab. He goes to the fucking airport and gets on a plate of Washington and goes to the fucking White House, gets Richard Nixon out of bed. And he's out of bed. He's like, right, you fucking goes, I want you to fucking phone up the Memphis Mafia and go, this is the president and you ought to fucking give Elvis his bloody donuts back by order of the fucking president. Now, and Nixon gave, I don't know whether he phoned him up, but Nixon gave him a fucking gun and a badge and made him a fucking honorary drugs enforcement agency officer. What? Must have been a fucking... I'll tell you something. <laughs> dying of having a difficult shit to a fucking <sighs> life Elvis. People say that's like, oh, it's when Elvis like, lost it. That, the best. that would have been the best times of being Elvis, doing shit like that. Fucking helicoptering himself around to eat forks, cold fucking loafs and fucking... To getting the president to demand your fucking donuts because you know, people must have thought he was a fucking Elvis impersonator at the airport. Well, is that um, what's the name of that film? Oh, it's got Bruce Campbell in it. Bubba Hotep. Yeah, it's about Elvis. Uh, there was a lookalike that died on the toilet. That's right. And then. Uh, He's El- actually Elvis, but nobody believes it because they believe Elvis, Elvis died on the toilet and he ends up in an old people's home. It's a great film. Also like featuring a... JFK, who's had his that's body it. transplanted into an elderly African-American man. That's right, yeah. And they, who are they fighting in that? Some mummy or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Standard. True story. It is true story. It's a fucking great film. Is there any more urban myths you can remember from back in the day? Oh. Was there any specific Chippenham ones? No. No, because you hear them and you think it's a Chippenham-based thing, and as you get older, you realise your mate from fucking Swindon's heard the same story, and he's heard the same story from somebody. They're all... There's not There's not a lot of them. They're all saying similar things that go around. I mean... Trying to think of a specific Chippenham one. I don't know, I suppose it's just rumours about certain people, which, you know, is just scurrilous fucking nonsense. Yeah, we don't want to be propagating any of that. There's always fucking, there's fucking Facebook pages already doing that kind of shit, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, you get your, your rumours about fucking... Uh, You know, I don't really want to go into them, but it's, you know, the, the rumours about certain people at school and it's just a form of bullying. Yeah. But nothing nothing like... Um, no, just horrible shit, really. X, there's all the like, sort of X, Y, and Z runs chipping them as well when you're kidding. It's like various sort of like the 
the sort of non the Chippenham mob and all of that, which is usually like just like someone who's from like, like just large families where a couple of members have got like, have been in a bit of trouble with the old bill and everything, and they sort of get built up into the Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get you get that. I mean, often by their own, um, often by their own fucking bullshit and that. But I'm sure that's small towns everywhere. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. You get your you get your families. So two of them have two of them have got an Asbo. There's a lot of them, and everybody, everybody thinks they're all horrible. Ninety percent of them are fucking all right. But it's just that that schoolyard fucking whispering shit that, that blows everything out of proportion, and uh, do you think they get a people, reputation? Do you think people are spoiled while living in such a quiet, peaceful town, and they kind of wish they lived somewhere a bit edgier? No, because the fucking world will fall off for them. Yeah, but do you think they sort of like would like they like the idea of it? They like the idea. They like the idea of it, but it's, it's the chip, the mafia, or whatever. Yeah, they like the idea of it, but if it was true, they'd shit a brick. That's right. There was someone on a chip notice board yesterday who said that there was some kind of bollocks that was being. Someone, someone got chip. Someone said Chipman's getting like the Bronx. Now, of no, it's not. The Bronx, and it bore very little resemblance to fucking Chippenham. There was no SK fruits or like buckles or anything like that in the Bronx. There was just a lot of fucking, quite fucking. It's, to be honest, it just looked. If you didn't, if you didn't add in your head, it's the Bronx. And you expect there to be like cars on fire, a lot of blokes yeah. with their flat caps chewing cigars, going, "Hey, a fucking." <laughs> Mulky, whatever. But saying that, I went. Um, we had a. Uh, uh, it wasn't like a, it was like a works do, and um, there was me from Chippenham. There was uh, another guy from Western Supermare, and a guy came up from Taunton. And we thought the best place to meet would be Bristol. So we got uh, an Airbnb in Bristol, uh, in St Paul's. I got there fine. The guy from Western Supermare got there fine. The guy from Taunton turns up late because he got confused by all the graffiti on the walls. What was the graffiti? Well, no, it, it was just he'd never seen it before. Really? Yeah. He goes, why is that writing everywhere? So it's just, just graffiti. It's normal. You're in a fucking city. It's what happens. He said, I don't, I don't understand that. So he goes, I, got, I don't understand. Why, why is there writing on? Why are, they, why are people writing on the walls? I said, because you're, you're in a fucking city. It was the most metropolitan, metropolis place he's ever been to. It's fucking Taunton City Centre. And it's like, it's a, it's, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Because he, he just didn't get it. I remember. He, he, he thought he was in the Bronx. He thought he was in the Bronx in nineteen seventy-seven. Bristol, it was, it was Bristol, Bristol at the Bronx. Went to Belfast to do a gig with um, um, my mate Pete. Um, rest him was uh, went with me, and he was like, he was a bit sort of nervous because it was Belfast. I was like, fuck me, this is not fucking two thousand fucking five or whatever. But I was like, you're like you're thinking about that. Of course, when you get off at the Europa, first thing you see is a big fucking mural of some cunt with a yeah. horrible light in the fucking but then he's, he's, he's like fucking but he, then there's like leaflets where you go on like a tour, like a walking tour and have a guide of these of these yeah. bloody these bloody mural. 
I spent a week in uh, Belfast working. A guy had been out there before and he was telling me horror stories like it was 1982. When I get out there, the people were fantastic. Yeah, there's murals on the wall. What do they keep but, saying? They start to be quite amusing terms of phrases that you were what, telling me about. Oh, I can't remember. You're not going to make me speak in the Irish accent. They call, they call everyone darling, you were saying. And yeah, they were calling me darling, sweetheart. And sucking diesel, one it? Or something like that. Sucking diesel. There you're sucking diesel. And you'd never heard that. I was having a fucking... <laughs> Sucking diesel. On a yeah. drink, drink with a, some um, people, and they were saying they were saying, I'd never heard the phrase. They was all about the 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 phrase "shimmering fud" was the one they were like trying to sell to it me. Might have been just for the fact of that fucking street or, or state I was on. I don't know. Could have been. I, I fixed some that he had that was broken, and he said, uh, "Now you're sucking diesel." So, I didn't stop saying it for about a month, did I? <laughs> Sucking diesel. Sucking diesel, yeah. So, anyway, like, so conspiracy theories, that's kind of like, um, so it's, what we've done there is topical, but also nostalgic. Yeah. The, the simpler times of simpler conspiracy theories that, that didn't have any kind of bearing on whether you caught the fucking plague or not. So how was your lockdown watch? How are you coping what are you watching are you watching anything or well listening to anything listening to a lot of podcasts um watching a bit of, i've just got brick box free for six months but we'll talk about that on the next one i've had some thoughts about that um i don't really watching anything to be honest i've been watching one division that's very good one division that is um I'm massively enjoying WandaVision. Um, shall we... How many episodes is left of that? Uh, two, I think. Well, one of these well, like, two have been on. I think we should do a, probably do a special um, yeah. over that because that's, that's, it's, it's been exceptional, I think. Um, I think it's, it's got to be the best Marvel live-action TV series that's ever been. Yeah, but it's, I think it's the only one that's... It's the first one that's been... Actually made by Marvel, Marvel, wasn't it? Well, All no, the it's a Shield, and there was like the Punisher, and but Luke they were made by. Kind of I don't think they were made by. I don't think Feige was involved with them. Right. I think this is the first Marvel one done by Marvel Studios. Maybe I think because um, the the other ones were Netflix, weren't they? Yeah, they sure. this, is, this is, I think, Streets Ahead. I mean, the, some of those were quite good, but this, like, this is um, Streets Ahead of that. When you look at... Well, it feels like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it does. And, like, in bits and pieces. It's fucking brilliant. When, it's, when, those, when there's been... When it's all been on, we should do a... Um, we, should do, we should do a review of it, because we've reviewed all the Marvel films when we've... Yeah. Um, and... Uh, that's been good. I've been what we watch. We've been watching. Um, we we've been watching. We've been watching old stuff. We've been watching The Sopranos, and which is like nothing new, but it's it's good. You forget it. So I forgot it. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. I wish I'd rewatched it earlier. Now, yeah, 
pushed a lot. I mean, on, on the on the next one, we'll do we'll do a bit of uh, my thoughts on Brit Box and old fucking British oh, sci-fi. Because you're 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 working, aren't you? You're working yeah. tradesman. You're working. I'm still off work till April the twelfth now, so that's still like a good six seven weeks away now. So I'm still like doing the living the lifestyle of the lockdown lifestyle. Uh, well, how are you coping with that? Because be, I'd be fucking. Well, I'm uh, better now. The weather is. I'm better now. The weather's a bit better. Has to be said. But I won't do. I won't doing very well in January and early February. Has to be said. But at the minute, not as nothing like as bad. So fingers crossed. Well, it's looking like there's an actual light at the end of the tunnel this time. So. I think I, I think so. Thank fuck for the N eight for the NHS really, because it don't really matter what the sort of fuck ups the government do, they've got the they've got this. So Yes. There we go. Yes. No, let us never take the NHS for granted, mate. So I reckon that is probably good a place as any. Uh knock it on the head, Sam. I think so. That was a nice hour uh portion of Not, chips there and that was a nice hour nonsense yeah that certainly will be and then um yeah i thought we'll, be, we'll get this get this up and we'll be back with um we'll be back with possibly like a streaming services chips yeah in a couple of weeks time so anything to add before we well if you're a flat earther don't be yeah, it's probably better not to kind yeah. of do things that made you look like a cunt in the Middle Ages, let alone now. Like being a flat earther or a fucking <sighs> vaxxer, like that bloke who stabs John Cleese in the Kenneth Branagh Frankenstein film and all of and all of that. It's, it's, science is real. Facts are real. And you're better off bearing that in mind rather than ridiculous and lethal flights of fancy. Exactly. Thank you, everybody. So, there we go. Right. Thank you ever so much. That's been uh, Conspiracy Chips, and we can remove our tinfoil hats now. I've been Will Hodgson. I've been Mark Fortune. Cheers, then. See you later. See you later. Bye-bye.